Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. You know I'm right. This podcast is scheduled for one fall. Currently at the microphone, yours truly. Nick Durst, and at the other microphone, the co-host of the program, Joe Calabrese. And Joe, WrestleMania is this weekend, so it was only fitting for us to get the, the guy, the, the amazing former referee, the man who is reffing and ranting every day on Twitter and Instagram. I always enjoy that stuff. Tell our listeners who we have here back with us for the second time. Yes, we have him back for the second time. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to talk about WrestleMania. That was a really, really great introduction. I know you're channeling uh, your inner Miz there, uh, and my, I'm sure my mother would appreciate that. Uh, but yes, he's back with us for a second time. We're really happy to have him on for the second time. We're going to talk about WrestleMania. We're going to talk about all the stuff that goes behind making WrestleMania what it is uh, and everything and how it bleeds into pop culture and entertainment. And we're going to have a really, really exciting discussion today with this. Uh, welcome back, Jimmy Corderas. Jimmy, thank you for doing this with us. Uh, welcome. Well, thank you for having me back. And, and uh, man, I, that introduction, that's a lot to live up to now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, it's the granddaddy of them all. So we had to go big yeah. here. So obviously we had the Hall of Fame ceremony this week. What, in your opinion, do you think makes a great ceremony? I mean, I think this year was better because it was, it was five minutes pre-taped. Because I could just imagine you in the past sitting there for five hours having to watch these long speeches. Does that bother you at all? That, that actually didn't bother me. You know, I, I didn't mind it at all. I, I thought it was nice to, to be there for, for the, the superstars getting their moment and stuff like that. So it wasn't, um, this year was better. It was okay. I, I miss the live crowd. It's just, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. as you guys can imagine, the, the, this, this business is predicated on immediate feedback and reaction and, and I don't like sometimes when the crowd tries to take over things, mm -hmm. but at the same time, having them there and cheering and especially, you know, can, can you imagine when one of my favorites, JBL was out there and he, that, that ending to his speech uh, with a live crowd, that would have been awesome. But uh, yeah. for some uh, reason, for, JBL yeah. has me blocked on Twitter. I'm very, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, you must've done something big then. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, but you know, it, of course, you miss the crowd because you always get that one more match chant. So mm -hmm. I think we'll, we'll definitely get that big time for Batista next year. The one more match, one more match. Uh, Jimmy, we were discussing this the other day. How many times is Triple H going to be a Hall of Famer? I, I, I was saying at least a three time <laughs> Hall of Famer. If he puts himself in. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he puts himself in, but it's a, uh, you know, it, I believe the Hall of Fame is Vince's call, but at yes. the same time, there's, there's a committee there. I'm sure that people suggest people, but uh, hey, you know what? A Hulk's gone in a couple of times. Why not? You know, so. Uh, X Evolution, Triple H. I mean, why well, not? Yeah, different, different incarnations. You know what I mean? Does that mean 
uh, when Taker goes in, he goes in as the dead man, as the as the biker taker and stuff like that. Anyways, if yeah. there's one guy that de- that deserves uh, to go in several times, there's one. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Were there any um speeches throughout the years? Was there anybody in particular who you felt really happy about when they went in the Hall of Fame at the, the time they did? Uh, and is there any other memory that, that kind of stands out to you from these ceremonies? Um, just, just, you know what, it's, it's something special when you're there live and getting to take it in. But, uh, I felt, I felt for edge because, um, uh, in a different way, you know, going into the hall of fame, I was so happy that, you know, he was recognizing going into the hall of fame, but at the same time, I felt bad because, at that time, his career didn't end on his terms, so to speak. He had to, you know, for, for health reasons, end his career. So he didn't go out the way he would have liked to. So it was kind of sad and emotional at the same time. Seeing him back now and and pretty much main eventing WrestleMania this year is like, yes, nice. Now, he, even if this is his final WrestleMania, maybe this is, you know, him getting to go out the way he'd like to. Yeah, no, no doubt about it now. For some reason, the uh, the referee wing of the Hall of Fame is a little light. Uh, <laughs> which, hall, which referees, your former colleagues, or maybe yourself, would you like to see get inducted into the Hall of Fame one day? I, I just like to see the referees get some kind of recognition. I, I think we are sometimes overlooked. Uh, uh, let me put it this way. As I always say, a referee is an integral part of the match, but at the same time, not someone you focus on. He shouldn't be a, a focal point in the match. He shouldn't be a distraction. He's there to help the talent tell their story. And, you know, there's some, been some great ones over the years. I appreciate you guys put, putting me in the mix. But, I mean, look back. I, I was a big, huge fan of Tommy Young's uh, back in the day. You know, of course, the Hebners, Timmy White. There's just some, some great legendary referees that I think should get some recognition and go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you are all a little bit overdue on, on getting some recognition. I remember when Nick and I was a kid and we were watching, I think, referee storylines and just knowing which referee was was refereeing each match. And you can include people like Teddy Long in this, too. You know, Teddy mm-hmm. Long was a referee for a really long time. Yeah, uh, But a lot of names who, do, who are a little overdue for recognition, uh, you being one of them. So hopefully in the next 10 years or so, uh, you kind of see maybe a referee or two here uh, going mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Yeah, and I will apologize for leaving some names out, like you know, like a Nick Patrick, and uh, of course Charles Robinson, but he's still doing it, so that doesn't count for him. So. I'm Kyoto as well. People yeah. forget Teddy Long was like the main referee in the hardcore title chase. You'd always see him <laughs> yeah. incredible stuff, and then he's just he's making tag team matches left and yeah. right on the GM. So he's definitely a Hall of Famer in my book. Yeah, but he's like a Hall of Famer for multiple reasons because right. he was yeah. a GM for Smack excuse me for SmackDown and he was a, a manager and he's so many different roles. So uh, yeah, Teddy definitely belongs there. No doubt about it. So this, this weekend, of course, WrestleMania, it's the, the two, it's two nights to me. It kind of uh, takes away a little bit of the buzz and excitement. Cause it's like, all right, we got this, then we got the next day. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But the big thing is we finally got fans back and, and Joe and I were discussing this, Jimmy, and we, we think there's going to be a lot of lines blurred between the heel and face dynamic. We think most people are probably going to get cheers unless you're like Baron Corbin because everyone's just so excited to, to see the wrestlers back. What do you think? No, I, 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 I agree with that. I think you're, you're, you're dead on. I think people are just going to be excited to get back in there and see it live and in living color, so to speak. Uh, but 
you, you mentioned like kind of blurring the lines between uh, you know heels and baby faces. It, it, it's kind of already doing that without the fans being there because sometimes it's hard to to um, distinguish between who's acting heel, who's acting babyface, and sometimes those lines are blurred a little bit. Maybe that's a sign of the times. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I think the fans are just going to be more excited to get back in there and just say. I don't care if this guy's supposed to be a bad guy or a good guy. I'm just happy to see him live. Right. You know, as soon as Roman Reigns' music hits, he's going to get tremendous cheers. And it's everybody <laughs> in that match, Edge, Roman Reigns, and Brian yeah. are going to get cheers. I think, I think ultimately Edge is so good, he ends up coming out as like the heel in that match. Um, we'll mm-hmm. see how that how that works out. Uh, but you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be very, very interesting. So t- it's it's a little different here because it's two nights, but typically um, if you're not the main event, do a lot of people want to be that first match because the crowd's hot? You know they're going to get the easy pops. Uh, I I hate to I hate to refer to it as easy pops, but <laughs> it, it, people are very excited. They, they want to get things rolling, and yeah, th- you know what I mean. It's it, that, that being that first match also has a lot of pressure on it because you're kicking off the night, so you want to go out there and deliver big time. And you, you, I agree with that statement. I agree. If you're not if you're not going to be the final match that people remember going out, you want to be the first thing that they remember. So yeah, because, because especially on a long night, like a WrestleMania now it's over two nights, but still let's say it's a three hour each night, you know, you're starting hour two. People are already starting to, you know what I mean? All right. Uh, Get out. I don't want to say tired, but uh, you know, they've watched a bit so far. So uh, I I like the idea of being first if you're not last can totally relate. Nick and I yeah. went a couple of years ago. We went the first time around when it was uh, in, in Jersey over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can definitely uh, vouch for the fact that it, watching five and a half hours of wrestling uh, on paper seems like a really, really great idea until it's 11 o'clock and you're watching Batista's entrance and you're starting to think like, uh oh, I still got four more matches to go. Could I do it? But um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask, uh, Nick was mentioning the crowd and, and having the crowd back, and I think he's totally 100% on. Uh, so if you're, in w, if you're in WWE shoes, right, you're, you're in that, the, the, the management side of things, um, and you have a bunch of options here Saturday night, right? You have two really good matches. You have Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, and you have Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. If you're going to get that big crowd reaction first, who is the person that you want opening the show and going on first because they're bypassing the the pre-show and the usual Andre the Giant Battle Royal and having that on SmackDown to get that first reaction. So mm. who do you think is the person that they send out first? Oh, man. That, see, that's a tough call because it all depends on what the the finish of the match is going to be. Right. It depends. Um, you know, I would like to see the women main event the first night. And, and you know, that, that speaks well for the women's division, especially Bianca Belair is looking really good. But again, depending on the finish, if she is to go over, then maybe you want to put that on last on Saturday night. And that you can have something interesting happening with Drew and Bobby. I mean, I know people are talking about Drew getting that moment in front of a crowd that he didn't get last year. But at the same time, you can make an argument for for Bobby hanging on to it because I think Bobby as champion also works. And, and, and yeah, so um, if it were me and I was uh, and I had the pencil, so to speak. I would put maybe Bobby and Drew on first and have some kind of funny, uh, not funny, uh, but uh, interesting way to keep the title on Bobby. Like maybe the Hurt Business actually gets back together and right. they help him right. retain. 
or maybe this was all a ruse all along. And if Bianca Belair were to win the women's championship, have that on last and have that big moment that people remember going off the air. Yeah, I think it, it can always be a safe bet to start a show with the new day because the crowd will get going. So hit yeah. their music. Oh, um, yeah. So, I mean, let's, let's start with that match real quick. I think it's pretty obvious here that uh, Amos is going to just destroy the New Day. Um, AJ is going to do a lot of the heavy lifting, but this team to me like the beginning of hopefully a great career for Amos. How do you how do you see this match playing out, Jimmy? I think this is actually going to be a really good match. Some people are concerned about Amos, but if you put the New Day in a match and AJ Styles, probably the best there is right now, it's, mm. it's going to turn out well. Well, the New Day, uh, obviously New Day, they're going to bump their butts off for 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 Amos Amos or and and AJ Styles. It doesn't get much bigger than you know better than that. Let's put it that way. But they made a point uh, this past Monday night to emphasize that AJ has lost the last three weeks in a row. So that kind of almost to me foreshadows that uh, yes, there will be new tag team champions after after WrestleMania. And um, I think I think like you said, AJ quote unquote, the heavy lifting. But at the same time, I think they're going to make uh, make the big man look good too. Yeah. I think we got to see AJ get on the big man's shoulders and do a, a phenomenal elbow off the big man. I mean, that, what a finish that would be. That could be oh, can you, finish. Can, can you picture the pop up to the top rope onto the big man? Uh, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. I, mean, nice. I like that. All right. Next match I want to talk about here. We're going to talk about Bad Bunny with Priest versus The Miz. And Morrison, first, I wanted to ask you, because recently, uh, Zach Ryder, Matt Cardona made some waves on his podcast, MC Trulon Story, saying how, you know, when the celebrities are coming in, like when he was there and Snooki came in, he and the other superstars in the back, they never really viewed that as a negative. They thought that was a good thing. It's creating more spots for people on the card. Um, whereas the fan base, they always seem to be like, oh, you're stealing spots. But he said, you know, in that six man tag, it actually created five spots on the card. What is your opinion on, you know, just the celebrity involvement? To me, WrestleMania has been built on celebrity involvement, going back to Cindy Lauper and Mr. T back in the day. That's what it's all about. No, I totally agree with that. And I think that actually, uh, if it would have been, a, if it would have stayed a singles match with Bad Bunny versus Miz, then I could see that argument being made by some of the audience. But because it is now a tag match and Damian Priest has been added to the mix, Along with John Morrison, there's two more guys added to the card in a spot where because of Bad Bunny's celebrity status, this may get noticed and it may get shown uh, elsewhere outside of uh, wrestling circles. So, you know, here's now Damian Priest getting a little bit of a rub from TMZ or whoever it may be, you know, showing this on their show. So this will help elevate him as well. So I think it's it's a win-win for everybody. You get other than that Bugatti. <laughs> how about, how, Joe, how about Miz? How great was the Miz on Instagram this week? I mean, would you, rather be, would you rather be Bad Bunny or would you rather have the Canadian Playboy Bunny in Maurice? Right. My mom uh, goes through Instagram uh, because we watch Miz and Mrs., which is, is a phenomenal show. It really is. And I think WWE-themed reality shows work more because you're not really – it's not really reality, right? You're just kind of like – taking the like are you kind of like moving the curtain a little bit and you're kind of seeing what their like their world is so that's how i always feel like whether it's total divas or total bellas or, or miss and misses now um but uh yeah so he was electric all week on instagram 
Uh, I agree with Nick and I agree with you. I think the celebrity involvement is really great because essentially it's just raising the profile of these stars. I mean, people complain all the time. You want to create mainstream stars. You want to create mainstream stars. Well, the WWE are, they're creating mainstream stars in different ways now, right? Like Mm -hmm. no longer is it like people like Cena the Rock going right to Hollywood. Now you have people like The Miz who are doing TV first, right? Um, but yeah, Miz was absolutely electric on, on Instagram this yeah. week. So this uh, should be this should be an interesting match. I think I think Priest will do you know a lot of the damage, uh, and then Bad Bunny gets the pin on Morrison, and then maybe Morrison and Miz split up. Um, we finally get that Morrison and Miz feud. I will say this though, uh, going back to Monday night, I thought I found it very interesting uh, how Bad Bunny was selling after you know getting hit with the guitar stuff like that. I, I, actually was pretty good his selling was actually yeah. pretty good I, he's been at the I, performance center training now i believe for the last right. month that is what triple yeah. h said so i was ho- i was hoping that uh game. that elias was going to help them as win but he's going to be getting beat up by braun Strowman. uh but as far as celebrity involvement goes i think for wrestlemania next year they need to figure out a way to do brock lesnar versus tyson fury i mean that would be Ooh. headlines all over the place and fury actually looked pretty good in his little stint in the wwe did, did, okay I, my mind is playing tricks on me did they announce where they're planning to do wrestlemania next year dallas dallas okay i was gonna say the year after the year after we'll be in los angeles that's the one i was thinking for some reason los angeles right. was coming to they my head a, and i'm thinking there's where you bring the rock back and then you that's have right. that rock roman reigns interaction and, yep. and there you go Absolutely. Well, that's what we shall we shall say. All right. So I mentioned it, Braun Strowman versus Shane, uh, and you know Braun is Braun's the betting favorite here. But I I think the finish is going to be that Braun throws Shane into the cage. The cage falls down, and then Shane exits the ring. And Braun looks strong, but Shane wins. Same formula as when they did the Shane versus Miz match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I can see that happening. Uh, so and then Shane continues with this. Uh, 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 brain over brawn right uh, kind of <laughs> sorry for the bad pun but uh, yeah i just i just uh, i just, just the lead up to this the storytelling in this just hasn't to me hasn't done any favors for brawn no, no terrible so we'll see hopefully brawn can come out strong but because i think brawn they hopefully post wrestlemania to give him a, a title feud i think especially mm-hmm. especially if you have if drew does win then it's like, where does Drew go from there? So right. they, they kind of tease the Braun Drew feud. Um, you know, we discussed that slightly. It seems like Drew's going to win, but I'm with you, Jimmy. I think Ravi Lashley has been built up here and he's got to continue here. And if they're breaking up the, the hurt business, it makes no sense to have Lashley lose here. I think hopefully a lot of people, a lot of fans are hoping he, he can hold on to the title and we eventually get the 15 years in the making Lesnar versus Lashley match at some point. Ooh, that would, that, that would be yeah definitely something worth waiting for it <laughs> yeah and i think i wish her presence was still together because they could have did that you could have had lesnar could have suplex city everybody and then it could have like it would have been a good finish but we'll see that's that's something for another day now this is the match i think is probably going to be the best match from all wrestlemania and that is cesaro taking on seth rollins mm. should be an absolute clinic i'm thinking cesaro rollins their buddies so they're going to try to set some sort of record with the swing. Um, I'm pretty confident Rollins will sell for Cesaro in that instance. Cesaro is a betting favorite. And we have to mention, of course, the big DraftKings partnership here uh, mm. with, with WWE. So there are, you can place the bets. But can it be, Jimmy, in, in Rollins' first singles match back that he's actually going to lose 
to Cesara? You know, obviously it's a possibility, but uh, as someone, I, I have no inside knowledge of this. So if you're planning to bet on this, I'm looking, I look for value when I bet, obviously. And uh, Seth Rollins being the dog in this one, uh, I kind of like the idea of, of, of Rollins going over in some nefar using nefarious means because he has been dominated by Cesaro, especially with the swing for the last few weeks. So uh, as much as I'd like to see Cesaro get that COVID-19 is still around, but that doesn't mean the Army ROTC programs are not there for you. Earn scholarships for school and pursue the career you want. The leadership developing Army ROTC classes will give any full-time student the focus and resources that can open doors down the road. Start sharpening the skills that will carve out your future today. Learn how at GoArmy.com ROTC. Army ROTC, now accepting college scholarship applications. Visit GoArmy.com slash money for college. Uh, singles win in a WrestleMania. He's got plenty of time left. And, and it, he's one of those guys that can go over, get over without going over. Right. And I think, I think, you know, Rollins, he can, he can win dirty. Maybe Murphy gets back involved. And it's only a matter of time before we're seeing Seth Rollins taking on the universal champion. I mean, it's, yeah. it's so it would make mm -hmm. sense that he's going to win that match. And the last match real quick for Saturday, which, I think it's probably going to be the main event, which is Sasha versus Bianca. I'm hoping Sasha has an electric entrance. She always comes up big with her entrances, her cars, Snoop Dogg. We'll see what happens. Uh, overall, this has been an interesting feud. It's kind of been stolen a little by Reginald, who I think is awesome for Nia Jax. I think that's hysterical. <laughs> I could really see this one going either way, but Bianca is the betting favorite at this point. Right. Uh, again, with the betting favorite, but again, I look at it this way. Uh, we talk, I talked earlier about depending on what the, the finish to the match is going to be, you put it on last. But I could also see because Sasha's technically a baby face and Bianca obviously is a baby face, but I could see Sasha kind of reverting back to more heelish tactics and maybe reforming a partnership with an old friend, <clears throat> Bailey, and somehow retaining the title that way. Right. So there, you know, again, if you're looking for value and Maybe that's that's where you can uh, look and maybe lean to. Yeah, and you have to. I would hope somehow, some way, Charlotte gets involved in some match here. Uh, you know, you don't you usually don't want to bench Michael Jordan for the NBA Finals, so um, you might want to get get her in there. And then, of course, you have the tag team turmoil. I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, mm. I'm just going to assume <laughs> that they'll have a face team win, um, unless maybe they decide to go with the Carmella Billy Kay tag team but i'm i'm gonna say maybe they give dana brooke and uh mandy rose a chance because i don't know maybe that'll be a better match but we'll we'll see what happens there i think yeah. naya is probably gonna naya and shane are gonna retain with the help of reginald who i think has been awesome i think reginald jimmy has been great for the women's division yeah but i but i could also see uh reginald causing a rift between shana and naya too yeah. as well shana so, versus yeah. naya is you know that's the match we want to see i think yeah. that's that's what's gonna Definitely. happen I think it should be fun. All right. So real quick, we'll just finish off Sunday here. We're not even going to talk about NXT. I mean, it's just too much. It's too much wrestling this, this week. <laughs> it's great, though. <laughs> WWE and Peacock, you tune in all the time. Um, there's so much wrestling, which is awesome. Uh, all right. So Sunday, well, you know, The Fiend and Randy Orton, they've been building this match for months and months and months. And what was really surprising here is that Randy Orton is a heavy, heavy favorite to win this match. Hmm. Um does Bo Dallas get involved? Does he come back? Bo Dallas. There, there were some no. rumors that Bo was under the, the new mask for The Fiend. I don't know. 
I, I don't see how they could not have The Fiend win this match, but maybe they want to continue the storyline. Yeah, uh, well, here's the thing. You could all you can dominate and destroy Randy Orton and still not technically win. Like right. the, 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 or the Fiend doesn't care about winning and losing. He just right. wants retribution. Right. Whatever it is, gets himself disqualified, gets the match thrown out, whatever the case may be. But so, um, again, other possibilities. It doesn't have to be a pin or a submission. It could be something along those lines. Right. So I think a couple of years ago, Randy Orton and the Bray Wyatt had a really great feud going into WrestleMania. And I think they kind of tinkered too much with that. And they kind of lost a lot of goodwill at the time for Bray Wyatt. And that kind of derailed his career, I think, up until the point where he kind of re-debuted this character. Mm -hmm. uh, this, I, I mean, in all, like, he's pretty much our generation's Mick Foley, tries to do the multiple character thing. So... Uh, at the very least, I think whatever they do, whether it be five minutes, whether it be 10 minutes, whether it be 15 minutes, uh, I think it, it works best to try to avoid all that stuff. Last year, it kind of worked with John Cena because of the pandemic and the stuff that they were running mm -hmm. at the Performance Center. In this case, they need to keep it simple. Just they have, have a match. I mean, the, the, the revenge and move on with it. This angle has definitely benefited from the pandemic because they were able to do, you know, camera cuts, yeah. which you can't do, and all these social effects. But I just keep thinking every time I see Randy Orton vomiting this black goo, I'm like, when's Tajiri going to get involved in this thing? <laughs> um, so it should be yeah. interesting. We'll, we'll, It'll be interesting. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, now, the, you know, I mentioned that I think the best match in the recent Zara rounds, but a good a close contender is definitely going to be Kevin Owens. Yeah. Taking yeah. on Sami Zayn, the two Canadians, and we'll see what happens. We're talking celebrity involvement with uh, with Logan Paul there. Uh, mm -hmm. He might, he's gonna probably, you know, screw somebody either way. You know, you saw mm -hmm. Owens pushed him, and he, he made his Instagram post big mistake, but he wasn't really too fond of Sammy either. Uh, right. The conspiracy theory here is probably gonna <laughs> continue on, so I'm I'm expecting Kevin Owens to win this match. Yeah, I could just imagine these guys as young up-and-coming wrestlers coming out of uh, uh, Quebec here in Canada and, you know, basically knowing each other for their entire careers. And I, I could picture a conversation of them having, oh, you know, one day we're going to face each other at WrestleMania. And regardless of whether it's for a title or not, it doesn't matter. Here they are, two good friends from way back when getting to perform together at WrestleMania. Uh, I, I, I have a funny feeling that this will be match of Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, again, here, here's one where you can make a case for either guy winning this match. Uh, I, I like, again, Kevin Owens is a guy who in a match like this doesn't get hurt by a loss to Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn is the guy who's on the, uh, on the upswing here and a win here will definitely boost his uh, momentum. Yeah, I think I think it'd be well deserved for him to to get that win because I mean just the way he won the Intercontinental Title last year was genius. Mm. The ladder, I mean, I think that was just smart. So we'll see what happens yeah. now. The next match I want to talk about. I don't even know what this stipulation really is. I guess we'll see at WrestleMania. Big E versus Apollo Cruz uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. These guys are dead even here at minus one twenty, so it could go either way. I just think the time is now. You got. I think. I think you should have Apollo Cruz win this match. We'll say. You know, we Joe and I talked about this a while back, but I'd really want to see Apollo Cruz get a seat at Roman Reigns' table. They teased it. It kind of ended up him changing his character. If if Cruz, you know, wins this title and joins forces with the Big Dog, 
I think we got we got some good stuff there, heel wise on SmackDown. Yeah, it's very possible that, that we could see that, but at the same time, uh, him evolving into this new character, I think, it deserves its own uh, spotlight, so to speak. And and he has really, we knew he was talented in the ring. Now he's developing a character, which is you need both to to get to that next level. The uh, people, you know, there there are a lot of guys out there, a lot of girls out there who are very talented in the ring, but can't put it together with with a character to get people invested in them, so to speak. And now that's what Apollo Cruz is doing right now. He's he's uh, on a roll. And like you said, we'll figure out what this type of match is. It just sounds like a no holds barred, anything goes, right. no DQ right. match yeah. with, with a colorful name. Right. Basically, I, don't, I don't know where Apollo goes if he loses this match, but I got to exactly. say, his accent is so impressive. I, I, I think it's like real. I mean, I, I don't know how you could just turn it on like that, Joe. Yeah, I mean, at the... It's amazing how he used to be this really just genuinely happy-go-lucky character. He always had a smile in the ring. Like, he couldn't stop smiling. And I think that kind of worked a little bit uh, not to his advantage because a lot of people in that sense, I guess, just refused to take him seriously. What's interesting about this is, like, the accent to me is really funny. Like, at first, you would not take this character seriously, but I think ultimately he's gotten people to buy into it and it makes him very serious. Mm. And I think it's that same serious edge that they're trying to go for, for Big E. So this is kind of like the transition where both these guys who are just always smiling and always happy in the ring, mm. uh, really kind of focusing on uh, developing much more serious characters, characters that I think could literally help them go on to maybe main event. I definitely think it'd be with mm. Big E. We get to see with Apollo, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for Owens versus Saint too, and then obviously Seth versus Cesaro. To me, one on one, those are the three matches that I think are by far the most intriguing to me. Mm -hmm. uh, WrestleMania weekend, I think those matches have the opportunity to steal the show. As far as the accent goes, I could see how he how he can get into it. It's kind of like when I go into my favorite souvlaki place, uh, <laughs> and, and 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 the Greek the Greek accent starts coming out when I start ordering and stuff like that. But anyway, <laughs> right? And, you know, Cruz, I think, is the rare person who could have used additional time in NXT because I thought he was on the course to be the NXT champion. And I think that would have done wonders for him back, back in the day. He just, all of a sudden he debuted and then a few months later, he's, he's on raw. So I think it was kind of, he didn't get a chance to develop that character. So we'll see. Now the last two matches, we got Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Me, I'm just, I just not getting into this match. Uh, it was just like, apparently all you got to do to get a championship match at WrestleMania is ask for one now. So I don't, I don't like that storytelling. It was kind of lazy. Uh, I, was, I was expecting this past Monday for Charlotte to come out and make it a triple threat. Maybe she still gets involved somehow. Um, but, you know, every indication would say that, okay, Rhea Ripley is going to win this match. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think Asuka, you know, is, is deserving to win the match. Um, I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm just surprised really that they're having this singles match at WrestleMania. Uh, that's that's the biggest issue for me is the going into WrestleMania. You like a nice story being told going into the match, and 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 like you said, there was no story told other than, "Hey, I'm here. I want a title match. Give me a title match. Okay, here you go." Right. And and that's just anticlimactic, if that makes sense. Now, like you said, there is still time where they can make a little slight. Uh, they can throw a little curveball, and Charlotte may get added to the mix before Sunday. But then you have. Two three-way matches for a major title. I same card. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, again, uh, uh, getting me invested in, in wanting to see a match that didn't do it for right. me. 
Even I, even the contract signing with the flipping. Yeah, of the table it was, was weird. Like, I think what I would do if she's ready to go is I'd have Oscar win, and then as she's celebrating, you have Becky Lynch's music hit. She just comes out, does the waist thing. She's like, "I want the belt back," and then <laughs> fans will go crazy because you know if she's coming back, it would make sense for her to face Oscar because she never lost the title. She handed the title to Oscar, but you know she's a mother now, so we'll see. Yeah. Let her take all the time. I think it was crazy people thinking she was going to be the Royal Rumble like a month after giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. yeah. Now the last match, which I truly don't know who's going to win. There's no overwhelming favorite here. He knows yeah. everything on this show. He doesn't know who's going to win. The it can go either <laughs> way. You got Roman. You got Edge. You got Daniel Bryan. Now if I'm Edge. And I won the Royal Rumble, and I find out Daniel Bryan's getting put in this match. I say, "All right, I'm going to go face Drew. I'm going to go face Bobby Lashley now in a singles match. I still have the right. I have the Royal Rumble contract. Why would the Royal Rumble winner agree to a triple threat match? Uh, but besides that, uh, it was absolutely the right move to get Daniel Bryan in this match. Uh, he, he would have been, you know, the crowd is going crazy, um, and you know, this could be a really special WrestleMania moment for Daniel Bryan once again. Because last year, you got to remember Jimmy." We got robbed of the greatest WrestleMania moment of all time, possibly, which would have been Otis and Mandy kissing in front of 80,000 people. I mean, the crowd would have been going crazy. So, you know, here we go. Daniel Bryan, once again, in a triple threat match and, a, and then a title match at WrestleMania. They, they've built up Roman Reigns really strong here. Edge mm-hmm. comes back to win the Royal Rumble. I, I know we, we said it on the Royal Rumble show here. I said, I think they're going to have Edge win. They'll do the spear versus the spear. But they, ha- they did the right move. They put in Dana Bryan. You getting any feel here in which direction you think this may, may go? I think I, what I like about this, again, as I said before, I'm not a huge fan of triple threat matches for major titles. But at the same time, this adds so many layers to this story where you have so many options to come out of this where you can take the title off of Roman Reigns without him being pinned or submitted. And he has a legitimate gripe. And even though he's a heel, he still has a legitimate gripe. Uh, if you put the title on edge, he could do, he could pin Daniel Bryan in the process and get his little bit of whatever retribution on Daniel that he keeps uh, saying. And, or if Daniel Bryan does miraculously win the championship, both edge, depending on who he pins, the other one has an out as well. So, I love the fact that there's so many uh, options here and it isn't clear cut as to who's going to win. It's it's in, when you look at the betting odds too, you can see that. So it's, I, I, I love the fact that this has got people guessing. What I love about the story the most, and I don't know if they're going to play this up on the broadcast as WrestleMania is going on. Uh, but all three of these guys uh, at some point have had to relinquish world championships in their career due to injuries. And with in the case of edge and Daniel Bryan, it was because of their neck. Yes. Uh, and they're both the challengers going into the match. And uh, so the, the dirt sheets for lack of a better term uh, have been reporting for months now that both edge and Daniel Bryan have been significant uh, people with influence backstage uh, for SmackDown. So they've been in the, the, the rooms writing and mm. kind of uh, putting their input in, in, into storylines and stuff. And you can kind of see both of their entire inputs in, into this story. And I think you're, and I think it really works uh, because I think Edge playing off of Roman Reigns right now is, is tremendous. I think Ray, uh, Daniel Bryan, I mean, he kind of weaseled his way in there, but he didn't really weasel his way in there because he's always been good enough to be in that spot anyway. Uh, but I think the injury connection with all three guys and them all uh, having this moment together, 
Uh, I think it's going to be really special. I think it's going to be one of the best triple threat matches in, in WrestleMania history. I really do. That, that, that's a very good point. And, and bringing up the, the, the injury to all three men, like you, you talked about, obviously, Daniel Bryan and Edge, but people forget about Roman Reigns' issues. And, and all three guys are, are, for lack of a better term, firing on all cylinders right now. Roman Reigns has been amazing in his current role. Edge has been on fire since coming back. Daniel Bryan seems to have some new energy like he, he, he's revitalized so to speak so uh, i agree this could be one of the better if not the best triple threat matches in wrestlemania history i'm looking forward to this one a lot yeah i think when it's all said and done both jimmy and jay Uso are gonna play <laughs> a role in this match Ooh, uh, but well well when J- if jimmy does get involved in this does he join the family or is he the so I, I think mm-hmm. he do, he's going to join the family, but he ends up inadvertently costing mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. So there are going to be some serious punishment for the Usos come moving Ooh. forward here. So I think that's another out. And like you said, I don't really see Roman getting pinned here in either scenario. So we'll see what happens. But Jimmy, it's been a blast. Re- last question here. Just wanted to ask you, like, what are some of your favorite WrestleMania week memories? You know, you're, you're, everybody's there. You're all together. You got access, Hall of Fame. You're seeing all your old colleagues, all these mm. old people, come, uh, Hall of Famers coming in. What are some of your memories just, just for the week leading up to WrestleMania? Some of the best memories uh, are during that week because you're spending time with, obviously you travel on the road with these guys like five days a week. So you're going from town to town to town. This is a week where you get to stay in the same town and kind of just hang out at the hotel when you have some off time and you can go out and you can just, you know, be friends and buddies and do your thing. And, and the camaraderie is, is, is one of the things that I truly miss. Uh, 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 you know, uh, obviously the, the performing and that sort of stuff, but uh, the, the brotherhood and the, the friendships that you make over the years that uh, I miss some guys, I still contact with a lot of guys uh, and, and buzz them, but at the same time, you know, that's what I miss the most, but yes. And also the hall of fame ceremony is always so cool to see, you get to see some of the, uh, legends come back and get to see them and of course culminating with wrestlemania on 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 the weekend it it doesn't get better than that hopefully we'll see jimmy corderas going to the hall of fame one day and thank you for being a really great friend for nick and i thank you for coming back and doing this with us you're always welcome to come back we're always going to figure out a way to reach out to you obviously Mm -hmm. you dress like fancy and we love episodes like this so thank you again for doing this with us we hope everybody enjoys WrestleMania. I got the reference. Uh, I have to. Yeah. I have to get the cheap plug in there. there. My uh, wife. My wife made this mug. Got this mug made for me. So uh, I had to put it out there. <laughs> go to Jimmy's Twitter, and he's got a pin tweet with some T-shirts right now as well. You can purchase. Yes, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, the Rant shirts. A uh, young fella out of Belleville, Ontario, created the designs for him. Jason, thank you very much. Really good job. Um, and guys, thanks you for having me on. I, I really enjoy it, and I appreciate you guys. Uh, uh, nice words about the Hall of Fame too. That that means a lot. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see who inducts you. It'll be interesting. Interesting Ooh. decision to see who, who you'll pick. Uh, oh. As long as it's as long as it's not Tony Chimmel. Sorry, I had to throw the jab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jimmy, it's been fun. We appreciate it, and we're calling you out right now, Ardo, Kyle, Arda. You got to come on with Jimmy the next time. So we're laying out the challenge right now. Just like, you know, when you see people call out The Undertaker, we're going to call out Arda. He's going to come out in the next episode when we have Jimmy back. Jimmy, thank you so much. Appreciate it. We know you're busy this week. 
Uh, but it's, it was a lot of fun. Enjoy WrestleMania two-night event this weekend on the WWE Network on Peacock in the United States. So that's going to do it here for this super WrestleMania edition of the You Know I'm Right podcast for our special guest, Jimmy Cardaris, and for Joe Calabrese. I am Nick Durst. Enjoy WrestleMania. And this has been You Know I'm Right. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.